All right, guys, it has been way too long since we've spoken to our next guest. The King of New York is back ahead of his long-awaited, highly anticipated UFC return against Bobby Green at UFC 268 in MSG, of all places. When he's not knocking out his opponents, he's getting people knockout deals for potential home buyers through Long Island Real Estate. And now he's got his own show, Call Me Al, where he interviews and breaks down all the latest News in the MMA world, Raging Al Iaquinta at long last. Well, Welcome back to Submission yeah. Radio, man. That was some intro. What's up, guys? How are you? Good, good, man. It's good to have you back on the show. It's been so long. And we got to congratulate you, man, because you got your new show, Call Me Al. It's been going for a couple of months now. Dude, we've got to find out how does it feel to be on the flip side of the coin, behind the mic, being the one who's doing the interviewing and the breakdowns? Uh, it's, uh, it's fun. I mean, yeah, I, I look up to guys like you, you know, you guys and, uh, my, it's a little, it's a little different. I get people that call in, you know, random people call in at any point. So it's a little less of, uh, of kind of, kind of like a one-on-one -on -one interview. It's, it's a, I tell you what though, it's, uh, it's eye opening how, um, yeah, how talented you guys are and people that do, uh, these interviews, I, I really look up to, you know, you guys, Ariel, everybody that um, it's such an art. But uh, yeah, mine's a little more, a little, a little, a little different. People call in. A lot of people talk, talk crap to me. They get, mm -hmm. you know, I get a lot of hate on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm sure a lot of people do. That's why we look I up never... to you. We could never do that. Like our stuff is pre-recorded, nice and safe. Yours is like live people calling in saying yeah. anything. That's crazy, man. Nowhere to hide. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, that's it. It's live. Uh, and uh, I never really, you know, you always get, I would always get people hating on me on Twitter and Instagram, and I never really acknowledged them in the in the in my messages. And then once uh, once I got this show going, I was like, you know what? These people can call in now, and if they want to talk, and they really want to talk crap, now they got the platform. We'll put them on, and we'll expose them. So these people come on, and uh, ninety percent of them. They uh, they don't talk like they do on on the on the internet, mm -hmm. and then most of them, but but the people, ones that do come on and talk crap, within two or three weeks they become friends and fans of the show, and uh, yeah, I've turned some haters into fans and friends even. Uh, so it's it's pretty interesting. We had the um, the guy that choked out Dylan Dennis on the show mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago, that that was a pretty big pop. So it's a little different, but I'm, I'm having fun with it. It's definitely different, stepping out of my comfort zone. So, yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, I was going to ask, man, obviously for all of us, we always have the dream guests, the, the, the dream person to come on the program. Um, do you have one of those? Do you have like a couple in your mind, someone that you think that would be really good to join you in a future episode? You know, I'm looking for, I'm looking for somebody different. I'm looking for, uh, we got this guy, Truth Smoker, and he's a, he's a conspiracy theorist and he comes on and he, he, uh, he's a character. I'm the, my get, my dream guest is somebody like Beetlejuice from Howard Stern oh, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> there was some, somebody like that that you've never heard of before. You'll never, but just like a character that's out of his mind, you know, those are the, those are the kind of people that I think my show attracts. I feel like in life in general, I tend to 
attract lunacy and craziness and weirdness. So it goes hand in hand. And we've had some we've had some really really interesting uh, individuals uh, between between the haters and the uh, this this guy from he was actually from Tasmania. This guy was out of his freaking mind. I don't <laughs> As know many what people from Tasmania are. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what they're feeding these freaking people in Tasmania, but Jesus, this guy was out of his mind. He calls in all the time, and uh, he was one of the haters. Now I think he, I think he kind of is a fan of the show. He's always on, but he's always talking crap. But uh, yeah, we got some, we got some interesting people, and uh, it's fun. I was going to mention Iron Sheik. Potential guests oh, in the yeah. future. Oh, the, the Iron Sheik would be incredible. That you know what? I think we gotta have the Sheik on. <laughs> just got, just shooting on everyone, calling oh, everyone. Yeah. everyone. So yeah, I oh, love it. Love his stories. Talking about people mm. not giving him cocaine and stuff. Oh, cocaine in the blood, uh, motherfucker, cocaine. Oh, I love it. Love <laughs> that stuff. When he was on Howard Stern. It was so good. I know. So, All right. So when when you Looking at you, man, obviously, when you spoke to Ariel about a month ago, you mentioned how you were a little bit disappointed with, obviously, the announcement of your fight, how it came before the contract was actually signed and before you were able to discuss a few, I guess, key points with, like, Sean Shelby. I know you said in the interview that you were going to be speaking to them about it. How'd the chat go, man? Yeah, it was just, I mean, they didn't like that I said that, but... uh I also didn't like the fact that they announced the fight without me signing the contract. And then we had, you know, it's, I think they got a lot going on over there. So it was really kind of like a little misunderstanding and it all got cleared up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they do that. They announce the fights sometimes before the, you know, before the contract signed. And, uh, we did a little bit of, yeah, we, I got, I got, it, it got all cleared up. I was happy and I'm looking forward to now. Now it's just, I've been training hard. That was that was like a month ago, probably longer now. Mm-hmm. So I've been just focused training. Bobby Green, November sixth, MSG. It doesn't get much better, much better than this. To come back with a crowd. Uh, yeah, a, a tough, tough opponent. He's had. I mean, he's fought everybody. You know what I mean? And and uh, and he's. I. I think I watched the, the last fight. I mean, you can make a case for him winning that fight. Um, but uh, definitely, definitely a super tough opponent who's – I think he's been getting better and better every fight, and he's definitely in shape, pushes the pace. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good fight. Dude, I can't wait. Um, and just – Going back for a second with your situation, them announcing the fight before the contract was signed, it's kind of, we're speaking to Dan Hooker the other week and we we referenced it as like, oh, it's a bit of an ally Quinta situation because it happens so often to so many fighters. But I feel like your situation, you know, back in the day, it was so like big and highly publicized. It's almost like the ally Quinta situation. And I, I am curious though, when you did speak to them, uh, you know, to Sean Shelby, what what was it that you kind of wanted? What, what was it that needed to be ironed out uh, from your contract? I wanted more money. Nice. I wanted more money. Uh, yeah, but no, I fought. So I fought in Australia the last time I fought is in Melbourne, and um, there was a few things they 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 uh, comped me, and I didn't know if I was going to get that for this fight, even though it's in New York and the taxes are different. It's been two years with inflation. My 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 contract is not kind of like as valuable as it was, so. 
we just kind of ironed some things out. It's a big fight, MSG. You know what I mean? A lot of things change have changed in the last two years, and uh, I put a lot of work in the last two years to get back to where I'm at. They removed me from the rankings, um, so like that, it, it all it, a lot of things have have changed in the last two years. So uh, yeah, I just, I mean, I have a. Uh, I have a, uh, a weird relationship with those guys, and I uh, I, I really love those guys, uh, Sean Shelby and and um, and Hunter and and everybody over at the UFC. But when it comes to business, we just gotta talk it out, and it gets it get, it always gets worked out. I think it, there's just so when there's a lapse in communication, that's when I get a little crazy, you know. Yeah, and I mean, it's understandable, man. And it's a big fight. Everybody's excited to see you make your comeback. You were talking to Ariel a little bit about how you weren't sure if you were going to fight again. You were sort of mulling it over. And you also said he had two surgeries done. One was to fix the deviated septum. The other one was on your knee. You had some hip and back issues as well. Break it down for us. Um, what was it ultimately that brought you back and gave you the decision made you make the decision that you're going to be coming back? Is it to do with health? Is it to do with your mentality? What was it ultimately that made you pull the trigger on this? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything. I think I started, I, I went through a really, a really bad time. It was about, uh, it was, um, what was it? I mean, it was like in the middle, like at the heat of COVID in, in the United States, Things were crazy here, and uh, I, I was training really hard. Um, I fought. I, I did that grappling match with Mike Perry, and then right after that is when COVID kind of really hit. Um, and I was just training uh, with a, with a couple guys in the garage, and I wasn't able to do my like I'm on like a I'm on like a life sentence to physical therapy as long as I do all my exercises. Uh, my body feels good, but with COVID and everything, the gym shutting down, we were just training in the garage and I kind of slacked on the, the physical therapy exercises. So my whole body got out of whack and, uh, I kind of did a little more damage to, to my, to my body, ended up having to have a surgery, figured I'm going to have that surgery. So I might as well get my nose fixed too, so I could breathe better. Um, and, uh, and it took a really long time for me to get back to feeling good. It was, uh, I went out to the, to the UFC PI and it was just like a month out there. I tra I went for a whole month. I went, you know, five, six days a week and really didn't see any results. It was kind of like the more I worked out, the more pain I was in. And it was just mentally, I was in a really, really bad spot. Um, I mean, that's like depressing, you know what I mean? To just be in pain all the time, wake up. And, uh, you know, go to work out and you're just, just in pain all the time. So it was like a really dark time in my life. I think it was two, I had two surgeries. I was, everything was locked down. It was like really weird for me, weird time, but, uh, I just kept, kept working at it. And then, um, things started opening back up, went back to physical therapy and really just worked, 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 uh, just pushed through everything. And uh, I started feeling good just about the time they announced that they were going to MSG. And I was like, fuck it. Let's just 
sign up for a fight and force myself to get better. I was still kind of like, I was feeling better. Like I saw like a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel through this whole, if, you know, my body feeling the way it was. But, um, I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask him to fight at MSG. And, and I, then, then I got no choice. Then I got to do everything, every single thing right all the time and just focus. And, and that's what happened. And here we are, Four, just about four weeks out. I have I haven't felt better than this in a very very long time. I mean, this is like the best I've felt. My sparring's going great. My jujitsu's going great. Wrestling, everything. I'm like, uh, I just it's uh, it's I never I I didn't know if I was ever gonna feel this good again. And I'm so happy that I'm here. So, I mean, just just being where I'm at. And, and I've kind of felt this way before, like before uh, the Diego Sanchez fight. I was like the same thing. Like I didn't know if I was going to be able to fight again because I was in so much pain. And then you kind of get through it. And and I think going into this fight, it's going to kind of be the same as, uh, you know, I've just whatever, whatever happens, I'm like, I'm, I feel like it's almost like a second. My, I'm, I'm. Um, how do I describe it? It's like, uh, it was kind of like, uh, like, um, I don't know, like I'm not almost like not supposed to, I don't know. I didn't think I was going to be here. So whatever, I'm just going to go in and just fucking go for it. You know what I mean? Like I never, th I didn't think I was going to ever, f I didn't know if I was going to fight again. So it's like, fuck it. Just uh, now I, it's, it's, uh, it's all gravy right now. It's all, it's all bonus. So now it's just go go go. I'm I'm uh, feeling I'm feeling good, and and uh, yeah, I got a tough opponent. Bobby Green is is a guy that I I mean I watched him kind of like I we we were supposed to fight in 2015, and I was uh I got I got, I like the way he fights. I think it's gonna be a good fight. I I respect his style but i want to i want to break it i want to beat his style uh i i love the way he he i became a big fan when he beat jacob volkman i was like uh i was like a guy that just wrestled people and was kind of like i don't think people gave him a shot when he was fighting volkman and he ended up you know out wrestling him and in the end gassing him out and choking him out which was pretty cool but then we were supposed to fight in 2015. It never ended up happening. I forget what happened. I think he said, I saw him, I saw him, we were kind of talking back and forth a little bit before that fight. And then I forget what happened. Some Something happened. And I saw him in the back of one of Aljo's fights. And I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be awkward. Bobby Green, we were kind of like talking back and forth a little bit. I don't, I don't even like remember. But he came up to me and he was like, yo, respect, man. I, I uh, you know, I, I pulled out because I was injured. I was like, oh, I didn't even... I forget what even happened, but um, I guess that's what happened. He got injured, and, and that's why we didn't end up fighting. But um, so it was definitely a fight that's always been on my radar. Someone that's been around forever. The guy's been fighting forever. He's got forty pro fights, and he's fought everybody. So this is back at MSG. Like, what could, what could, what, what better scenario could this be? He really does. And, uh, Sorry, you go. No, no, it's I. 
Um, that's it. <laughs> I was going to say, it really does feel like the perfect like time and moment for Ally Quinta to return, like New York, MSG. And then also, like, it's pretty touching hear, hearing you talk about, like, the injuries and stuff and not knowing if you'd ever be the same. Dude, I, like, I've, I've still got injuries. And, like, when you're, when you're at the point where you're like, oh, I'm just going to go to sleep because then I'm not in pain anymore. And then you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life, you know? So I understand that whole depression thing and understanding, like, you know, thinking that you may never be the same. So, dude, I'm so happy for you that you got through it and you're so much better now. So with this return, are you, because I know people have been like, where's Al, where's Al? Like, we want to see him. We want to see him fight more often in an ideal world. So with this return, are you looking at it as like, all right, I'm back. Uh, Are you chasing the title? Do you have some kind of plan in mind? Or is it a case where like just being back and having this fight in MSG is a win of itself and you're just going to see how things play out? What's the mentality here? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's been, it's, it's, uh, the last two years have been crazy. So getting back, you know, I'm coming off two losses. I was ranked. They removed me from the rankings. So it's like the title is always in the back of my head. And that's always like the goal. So every day I wake up and I write, I write down my goals and, and every day that's, that's what, you know, that's the, that's the long-term goal. But I mean, for me to talk about winning the title right now, imagine me like saying like, Oh my, I'm going to win the title. People, people are going to freaking hate on me and talk. Oh shit. You freaking this guy, you washed up this and that. So I got to go out there and I got to, I beat a tough Bobby green and I got to make a statement. And then we can start talking about it. But for right now, my goal is to my goal is to beat Bobby Green flawlessly, impressively, um, like he's never been beat before. The only person that's really um, the only person that's really put him out, like like uh, kind of like outclassed him, was Dustin. So he he's the kind of guy that he doesn't people don't. People don't beat Bobby Green like that. So I go out there, I put on a good performance, a good solid win. Then we can start looking forward. But that right now, that's all I'm looking to do. I got, I got, I got three rounds to do it. November sixth, MSG baby, come on. Yeah, the thing about MSG as well is, I don't know what you like over that time when you were thinking about whether or not you want to come back, and maybe you're not going to come back. When you look through Al's record. You fought in Sydney, you fought in Melbourne, you fought in Manchester, you fought in Ottawa, and you fought in Brooklyn. But I imagine looking at that record and going, man, before it's all said and done, like, I can't believe I haven't actually got that fight at MSG. Is, is that like a part of sort of ticking something off the, off the, I suppose, of the goal list for you before it's all said and done, fighting at MSG? Yeah, I mean, that's like... Uh... That's the that's the biggest arena. That's the one that if you're gonna if you're gonna be uh, if you're gonna get it done, that's where the, that's where you do it. That's where you make a name for yourself, especially in New York. As a New Yorker, I've many times hopped on the train, Long Island Railroad. You're there in like 45 minutes, drink a couple of beers, watch the uh, watch the hockey game or the or the Knicks or. You know, watch a show, freaking Billy Joel. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Then you get you freaking hang out in the city afterwards. 
hop on the train back. You don't want to miss that last one. You know, everyone's drunk. Everyone's having a good time. So that's uh, now everyone's going to be going doing that to watch me fight. And that's going to just light a fire under my ass to to, uh, you know, it has been lighting a fire under my ass to just, you know, I'm, I'm pushing myself. I'm pushing myself harder than I ever thought I could. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, MSG man, come on, it's it's incredible. Yeah, I think um, and obviously how close it came at UFC 205, where you were yeah. supposed to fight on that card, and then you know for obvious reasons it didn't happen. So I think when people see you make that walk, it's going to be kind of a heartfelt, feel good moment among the MMA community. Like yes. We finally got here. Al finally got here. You know, he came home, the home of homes, so to speak. Um, just quickly, before we let you go, I just want to ask your thoughts on the division in general. Uh, but before we do, for anybody who hasn't gotten their tickets to UFC 268 yet, who would love the chance and opportunity to go to UFC 268 for free so you can watch Ally Quinta and the stat card uh, at Madison Square Garden, that's exactly what our good friends at Canadips are doing. They're giving away two free tickets that include airfare and luxury lodging to UFC 268 Usman vs. Covington at Madison Square Gardens. All you got to do, you don't even need to buy anything, just head to canadipscbd.com and join in on the madness. Click the link on the homepage, it says FOTY, Fight of the Year, or go in the comment section, there's a comment pinned, and you can click the link. We've made it nice and easy for you. For, for those who are curious, Canadip CBD are a smokeless and tobacco and nicotine-free dip alternative with cutting-edge CBD technology from the land of magic, Humboldt County, California. No more rubbing lotion on your thighs after rolling on the mat or sneaking gummy bears into your workout regime. Canadip CBD are fast-acting, calorie-free, and are the best smokeless product on the market. You can now pack fatties anytime, anywhere. Don't worry about the wife or co-workers looking at you, giving you the side eye or any kind of odors. The dip has been evolved forever. Isn't that right, Dennis? That's right, Cass. And like you mentioned, to win this amazing package, no purchase is necessary. So just go to the website, CanadipsCBD.com, click on the fight of the year link on the homepage, drop your email, phone number, and Canadips will pick one lucky winner on October 25th at 5 p.m. PST live on at Canadips Instagram. And by the way, guys, you can also enter on the at Canadips Instagram, type it in and look for the blue check verified account. Click the link in the bio. This is one hell of a competition. Don't miss out. Uh, potentially one of the best cards of the year. And then you can be there thanks to Canadips. And Cass, speaking of big cards, this weekend, how about this? One of the biggest boxing fights of the year, Wilder vs. Fury 3, is going down. And there's only one place to bet, and that is with my bookie. You guys can make this crazy deal come true this weekend. When you make your first deposit, you guys can receive double your money before even placing a bet with my bookie. That's a dollar-for-dollar dollar match. Extra cash to throw down a Wilder vs. Fury 3. And man, it's going to be a big one. So to take advantage of this great deal, head to mybookie.ag. And when you make your first deposit, select the Wilder vs. Fury 3. Out of all the variety of bets, you guys have the best chance of walking away a winner. You guys can use the promo code SUBMISSION to claim your double deposit bonus today at mybookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with the code SUBMISSION. 
and my bookie this weekend with Wilder vs. Fury 3 cast. Good times, man. Free trips to UFC 268, making money off Wilder Fury 3. Uh, I feel like a Just Bleed guy, uh, you know, just a fan like everybody else. If you want to be a Just Bleed guy, that's fine. Don't be a Just Bleed guy when you're shaving those beautiful balls, though. Uh, upgrade your grooming routine. Become a black belt at ball shaving with Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0, the pound for pound best ever grooming tool on the market. 7,000 RPM of pure power. You got the LED light. It's waterproof, so you can do it in the shower. So you don't have to clean the bloody sink or your floor or anything like that. Uh, every Everything just gets washed away, just like your sins at the end of a good night. The Performance Package 4.0 comes with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, which will make your beans smell so good, people will say thank you after you take them to T-City. Uh, also, <laughs> it comes with a box of briefs and a shed travel bag to keep it all together. Isn't that right, Dennis? Yeah, that's right, man. So before you go to T-City, make sure to jump onto Manscaped and use the promo code SUBMISSION to get 20% off and free shipping. That's promo code SUBMISSION. Get 20% off and free shipping today. Shave that wild thing downstairs and change your life forever. All right. Back to regular programming. As we said before, Al, uh, before we let you go, just want to ask your thoughts on the division in general, uh, because it's a different time now. You've got Habib leaving. He's retired. Oliveira is the brand new champ. You've got Dustin fighting him at um, UFC 269. Who do you think wins that fight? And um, do you think Oliveira could potentially be like a, a sort of long reigning champ over the division? Uh, it's... It's uh, I mean, it's definitely gonna be tough. There's some freaking studs going going after it. Dustin is a very very tough fight for him, but Oliveira has been. I think the only the only knock on Oliveira in the past was kind of like his mentality. He'd miss weight. He'd kind of go balls out in the first round. Go, you know, he'd lock up a submission, and and if he got it, he'd win quick. But if he didn't. He kind of break, and uh, he he pushed through that fight um, with Chandler. Mm. He uh, he definitely pushed through that, and and the first round it wasn't looking great for him. And I feel like in in the past he might have kind of wilted away, but that's that if if he changed that and he got got uh got that fixed up because his jujitsu is sick, his stand up is sick. Wrestling, I mean, I don't really know, but wherever the fight goes, he's 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 a beast. So I mean, he locks up submissions from anywhere, uh, and his stand up's been getting good. He freaking knocked out Chandler, you know what I mean? So mm. it's uh, yeah, he he definitely has the potential to be a long reigning champ. Uh, Hooker and Makachev fighting that's mm. that's that's a that's a really interesting fight. Um, I think uh, this is probably the biggest test for Makachev, and I think he, I think Hooker's going to surprise people with his wrestling and his scrambling ability, his stand up. It's you know, and then either one of those guys could give Oliveira a run for his money. What was the uh, What was the biggest thing that surprised you about Dan when you guys fought here in Melbourne that you think uh, might, might happen in this fight? I don't know. Those are those. Um, I mean, he's de definitely long, and he knows how to use his range. He's uh, as I think his wrestling is definitely his his. When I you know his wrestling is definitely good. 
he's got those knees from anywhere, so you got to be careful with that. Um, I mean, he's just a solid. He's just a solid fighter, and and I think it's his his mindset, his attitude is really good. He's he's just like he's unfazed by a lot of shit. Um, yeah, no, I think I think that I think that him and Makachev is going to be a really really good fight. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be. It's going to be good. Mm. Sounds like you're sort of leaning maybe almost towards Hooker getting it done. Uh, definitely a possibility. It's definitely mm. a possibility. He's got some chokes. He's got, he's got those knees. Um, I, think, I think if it stays on the feet, Makachev might, um, might have a tough time. Uh, I, think, I think the wrestling... Uh, Hooker's defensive wrestling, and I mean, he's got a, a solid month to really work at it. And you, I hope that um, that he doesn't focus too much on it. Like I don't know. I mean, not that I hope or anything, but like I feel like um, I feel like if he goes out there and just like pushes the pace and not think too much about the wrestling, uh, he I think he's I think he's gonna yeah I think it's a good possibility he gets the win in that one. Last question on Islam uh, from me. What do you think of people sort of comparing him to Khabib and saying, oh, like Islam is the new Khabib of the division? Do you think like do you see the comparison there? Do you think he can have a similar success to what Khabib had in the lightweight division? He definitely could have a similar success. I think he's he's at uh, yeah, he's kind of like the beginning stages of, of that. Um. They're probably not as dominant in his fights, but he, I, I mean, well, the Drew Dober one was pretty freaking dominant. I mean, that one, that was a Khabib-esque performance. Mm. Uh, the the fight against um, Tiago Moises, I mean, Moises kind of like, uh, he was in that fight until until the end, I think, a little bit more. He, Moises kind of picked him up and, and took him down, which I don't think we really ever saw uh, anybody do that to Khabib, but uh, yeah, I definitely could see the comparisons. They're from their teammates. They're both from Dagestan. They kind of look. They have similar look with the beard and the you know just like the they just kind of look like uh, crazy Dagestani uh, lunatics. You know what I mean? Just like wrestling. Just like just like wrestling freaks. So yeah, I mean, I could definitely see it, but um, yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be this. This will be a telling fight for sure. I feel like uh, th- this is the kind of fight where you'd be like, "Oh, it'd be a good fight," and then Khabib ju- would have just freaking mauled the shit out of somebody. You know what I mean? Uh, kind of like, kind of like uh, when Khabib beat Edson Barbosa, it was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a freaking good fight." You know, Barbosa with the stand up and. Then Khabib's just walking shit, walking right through him. You know, like like paying no respect to anything. Spinning kicks, he's just freaking like walking right through. Mm. So I mean, I don't know if I don't know if that's I don't know if that's something Makachev's gonna do. If he can pull that off in this fight, then you really see the comparisons. But they're different. They're kind of like on different. Um, I mean, uh, he's already lost, so they're kind of like on different paths. But he could definitely. I everyone says he's a you know he's. He's up there, uh, people that have trained with him and everything. So, yeah, this will this will be 
this will be very telling. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll get out of your hair, Al. Um, last two questions, and they're both quick predictions. Before we get your prediction for Bobby Green, just curious about the main event. Uh, Colby Covington rematches Kamaru Usman, obviously the champion. Because it's going to be the main event uh, at your event, MSG UFC 268, how do you see that one going down? Oh, man. I don't know. I'm not good at calling these things. <laughs> I don't know. You got your own show now, Al. Come on, we've got to we got to figure this out. You just gave us this in-depth breakdown of of Hooker and Makachev, and now you're saying mm -hmm. you're not good. You did a great job two <laughs> seconds ago. You know why? Because I really haven't even I haven't really even thought about this one too much. Uh, Usman's looking freaking good. He's he's getting better every single fight. Um, Colvington, I don't know. I don't. I I if I had to lean. Towards somebody, it would be Usman getting it done again. I feel like he's just he's just getting better and better. And I haven't I don't know if I've seen that out of Colvington. Maybe I, yeah, I'd go with Usman. It's gonna be a crazy fight week between those guys. Though you'll be right in the middle there, sort of with a bucket of popcorn, watching the show a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's that it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's th this card is just freaking insane. It's absolutely crazy crazy what is, okay as we let you go how do you see yourself getting it done against bobby green i know you said before you want to do it flawlessly you want to beat him like nobody's ever beaten him and he's a guy that kind of even the people who beat him he kind of you know he makes him look bad in a way so how do you see yourself beating bobby green i see it but i can't tell you no i i, <laughs> I mean i get i'm gonna do it however it's got to be done However, it's gonna be done. I uh, I think I think he's kind of he's uh, he's got his style, and uh, I mean, definitely seen a lot of the stuff that he does recently. He's been um, kind of switching stances a little more southpaw, but in the last two years, you know, I I uh, I, I wrestled. Uh, Mike Perry, but other than that, you haven't really seen much, too much out of me. So I think I have a good idea where he is at. I don't think he has much of an idea of the things that I've been working on, the things that I can do. So um, I'm really looking forward to showing everybody. It's going to be really cool, man, because not only you're making the big return, it's going to be MSG. <laughs> but Bobby Green, the originator of talking all through the fight, I think a lot of people are sort of copying him. So Crazy crowd, Bobby Green trying to do his thing. And then, of course, you're making the big return. It's going to be a can't-miss situation, UFC 268. Make sure to check out Al's show, Call Me Al. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And check out the video version of the show on YouTube today. Follow the man at Ally Quinta on Instagram and Twitter. And, man, it's been too long. It's been too long since we've seen you in that octagon. Cannot wait for this big show. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Oh, thank you guys. I, I appreciate it. It's always, always good talking to you guys. And I got to get back out to Australia sometime. Jesus, when is this whole freaking COVID thing going to be over? I know, I know. We can't wait to have you back, man. Best of luck in the fight, and we can't wait to watch it. Appreciate it, fellas. Thank you so much. Thanks, Al. Thank Lots you so love, much, man. Al. Bye.